Dorks and Forks is brought to you by His and Hers Couples Boutique, Kirkwood Highway, Wilmington. Dorks and Forks. All right, this is it. We're recording. Hello and welcome to the Dorks and Forks vlogcast. Vlogcast? Dan, is it? I'm your host, Brian Wild. Across from me, as always, the Reverend Dan Sanchez. Hello. Vlogcast. Is Vlog, that vlogcast. video podcast? Yeah. Is that what you call it? Maybe, yeah. I'm vlogging right now. Oh, that's what Literally. I'm calling it anyway. So it's an all new, all video Dorks and Forks podcast. I'm very excited about it. It's the first time we've ever done it. Uh, big thanks to Phil back there engin- engineering the whole thing. Big Phil. Thanks, Phil. We'll just make sure to keep him full of Jameson. Well, he does have a Patriots hat on, but we'll let that go. <laughs> nice, very cool. Cool. Uh, we also have a local chef and pitmaster of limestone barbecue and bourbon with us, Nicholas Wallace. What's going on, everybody? Dan, I'm, I've been really looking forward to today, and, and you haven't told me what you're making. I you heard told Dan me. knows. Dan kind of uh, hinted to it, but I'm super excited to learn about it. So, uh, let's see. Also, we have uh, the lovely Amy Blackthorn. Hello, Amy. Hello, thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for coming out. We've been talking for a little bit on, on Messenger a little bit, trying to get you in here, trying to figure it out in the fall. Uh, she owns uh, Blackthorn Hoodoo Blends Tea Room. Now, is that online or is that an... Online, absolutely. Yeah, right on. And is the author of her most recent book, Sacred Smoke. Mm-hmm. It's a book about cleansing and protecting your home by burning sage and other herbs. And I hear we're going to do some of that later today, right? We are. All right. That's going to be really cool. You know, because I just kind of go around with sage and just, or incense. I just kind of smudge a little bit. Right. But it's kind of cool to have a professional author who knows all about it I'm kind excited. of walk us through the process, you know? The process. All right. So we also brought back killer, uh, killer guitarist, Chris the Viking Gordon. We're going back. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Good Great man. to be what's, back. What's going on? You brought your partner, Songwriting Abby? partner, Yeah, Abby. musical partner. Yeah, that's very Super cool. Adamant. She's just so adamant about that. Yeah, I mean, she's I like, like him, this is. She's like, we are married to other people. <laughs> I was going to say friend, but you were like, it should be partner. They're right. It, they, hey, we're, we're co-writers. Right. 50. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Very cool. Well done. Well, I can't done. wait to see you guys because uh, the new original project is called what? Well, currently uh, we are. The name has not been. Uh, it's TBD. TBD okay. TBD. Currently. Unnamed. Chris Gordon, nice. Abby Project. So we're going to get some like cool original Seeker Project stuff going on. Yes. Oh, man, this is yes. great, man. And also, uh, Dan, I also hear you have a nerd news update. Apparently, I'm ready, 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 ready to talk about some Disney+, Plus, some Star Wars, yeah. some Mandalorian stuff going on. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Baby Yoda, that's all I'm going to uh, say. Baby Yo- everybody loves Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Well, it sounds like we have an awesome show lined up. I'm glad everybody came out, and thank you so much, and dealing with all our technical difficulties as we... Well, you know, speaking uh, of Yoda, it's interesting. I guess we should call our project name, We Do Not. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Mm. There you go. <laughs> that's good. Mm. <laughs> but the that's songs awesome. are awesome. I can't wait to hear them. We do not have yet songs. Yeah. Mm, no songs <laughs> have yet. We. <laughs> that's there awesome. There you go. All right, so um, when we return... All of this and more. Uh, we can do a shot? Yeah, let's do it, man. Cheers, guys. Thank Pass you so much. Out. We always do a little celebratory Thank you. shot at the beginning of the show. Today we are Extremely doing... Extremely important. Hi, we're doing Jameson. We're doing Jameson. Jameson. Hello. To the Irish By request, Jameson. In my home is Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. Hi, Mother's Milk. Does everyone have one? Cheers. Brian Skinner has his own we thing Brian, to do. We got Skinner back there for all of you. He's, he's taking his own shot. All right. All, all right. right. You got a drink you I just need one, too. I just... I can't... Amy. Cheers. Oh, thanks, oh, Amy. Oh, Amy. Cheers, She's the best. Partner. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Welcome, thank and you. thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much for coming out and doing our podcast. Salute. Dorks and forks. We'll be right back.
Cool, man. So we're back. Dan, we are back. We're back. Yeah, we have Chef Nick. Nicholas? Nick? Nicholas. What do you like? Nick works. From Limestone Barbecue and Bourbon, here to tell us uh, what he's whipped up. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna cook for us, man. Like, yeah. So uh, I bought some brought some brisket tacos, a uh, little pickled jalapenos, nice. pickled onions, uh, char poblano guacamole, yeah. and some uh, rice and beans. Yeah. Oh, rice. He made, he said all these nice sweet words to me earlier, I mean, and it I sounds just immediately was like salivating. So I cannot mm. wait. Yeah. Um, Limestone Barbecue and Bourbon is somewhere on Limestone Road here yeah, in Delaware. So we're, we're at Limestone Road and Kirkwood Highway, uh, right behind the NTB there, next to Wawa. Uh, used to be a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Perfect spot. Yeah, cool spot. We do live music every Friday and Saturday. Um, just over a year now. July 26th was our first year. Yeah. So uh, it's going good. Going good. Man, that sounds really good. So <clears throat> you guys are pretty much like farm to table maybe? Or, uh, I mean, like pretty kinda. close. I mean, where you, As where close you... as we can be with what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Um, so we actually know the farms that our, our brisket comes from, wow. um, our pork comes from, yeah. uh, you know, as close as we can be with doing that amount of everything. Yeah. You know, there's two briskets on a cow. So yeah. Now, some people say you're like, um, it's, it's, a, it's a very specific style of barbecue that you do. Yeah, so we do Texas style counter yeah. service. And I hear it's like, it's awesome, hands We're down. trying. We want uh, best yeah. barbecue upstate and yeah. best new restaurant. And wow. Like, wow. Yeah? That's yeah, impressive. first year. That's yeah. impressive. Well, you know, Robbie Chester like told me all about you. I was like, yo, come talk to my boy, you know. Yeah. Should have yeah. my We go back a little bit, about yeah. uh 10, 12 years. Oh yeah? Like yeah. So when when did you get into uh cooking? Like tell us tell everybody a little bit about yourself, you know. So I uh started technically at like five years old. I started doing barbecue, uh whole hogs. Wow. Uh one side of the family's from North Carolina, one other side's from West Virginia. Wow. Um actually started working in restaurants at thirteen, but I've been cooking whole hogs since I was about five with my dad. And what's that process like? Uh long and tedious. <laughs> like bet. do you dig a hole? No, or? so we actually no. we created all of our own smokers. My dad's a mechanic, like jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um we made our own smokers, uh throw the pig on, cook it for about six hours, flip it, wow. saucing it the whole Can time. It- Go ahead. No. Okay. Well, what style smokers are we talking about that you're building? Are these like the oil drum style so, smokers? So, yeah, we use or... oil drums, propane tanks. All right. Yeah, you just got to be careful when you're cutting into them the first uh, yeah, time. Yeah, obviously. Wow. Yeah, yeah I never sure. thought of propane tank. Yeah, right. go out with a bang. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's awesome. Literally. <laughs> nice. And then after, you know, this whole hog barbecuing, you know, like, is that when you, because you said you were 10 or something? When you yeah, started? so I was like five when I started actually doing whole pigs with wow. my dad. Something yeah. like that. Wow. We started doing it for Boy Scouts originally. Selling chicken on the weekends to go on trips and stuff. Yeah. So now, are you guys? Where are you getting your hogs from? Where's everything sourced? It's farm to table, like Brian said. So, what farms are we looking so, at? So our beef all comes from the Strauss family farm in PA. It's about an hour and a half from here. Get right into that. Um, about an hour and a half from here. Mm-hmm. Um, our pork is from another farm in Pennsylvania. Um, I don't have the name of that right offhand. But no but worries. We'll 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 figure it out. They are single family farms. I can say that. All right. <laughs> but uh. And so you're, how long are you doing the hog for? Um, so right now we just do pork shoulders and ribs okay. um, for pork. Uh, but we do pork shoulders for about 12 to 14 hours. Wow. Nice. Well, so what put you on the path of cooking? I mean, what, how was it, what was that journey like? Uh, Southern family. Just grew yeah. up making biscuits and gravy with my grandmother. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, going down south for, to visit family. Yeah. Um, just got hooked on it. Yeah. Picking crawfish out of the river and cooking them after that. Mm. You know, Dan, I am a Southern boy at heart. 
My parents came from Newport, Tennessee. Okay. Smoky yeah. Mountains, up in the Smoky yeah. Mountains. We have a family cabin up in the Smoky Mountains. And biscuits and gravy, it's funny you said that. Biscuits and gravy is something that, um, you know, I make for Christmas breakfast. And, oh, you know, man. those real special Sunday mornings with the kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we just started, you know, doing um, biscuits in a cast iron skillet, yeah. baking it off that way. That's the way. It's the oh, way. Wow. Like, we just actually have this burn on my hand. Oh, um, I heard you mention that earlier. What that's happened? From, uh, we, we got a whole set of cast iron. And uh, so we so we try to use it because mm. it really ups the quality of your food. Yeah, it does. You know, you you get you start getting you know uh, uh, you know pots or skillets. Right. All of a sudden, your food just improves. Like and and the things that you can make too. And I think especially in the wintertime here, you know, you want to start doing like slow cooking things or right. making stews or you know. So but much anyway, more even heat. Yeah. Yeah. I was oh, doing, absolutely. Yeah, I was making pork chops and uh, you know I, I started on the skillet, hard sear, bacon fat one side okay. seasoned and then I wanted to finish it in the oven yep. you know and then when you plate it that's the first time you flip it over is when it goes on top of your oh, yeah. mashed potato anyway and uh, oh that's right that's how we do it and um, so anyway I kind of reached in I still had that towel but I reached in that and it's that tail end and that can cast we, iron is there, can we show it to camera no real quick? I don't know if is it's, it, are you can you no it's you? just a big old blister it's no big deal it's, it's full of disgusting tears. it's really it's, I should take a pin to it at this oh point. no 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 huh? raw onion Raw, raw onion, onion? Yeah, butter. If you ever burn yourself, happened, raw onion butter? is the trick. Raw so onion. So yeah. I'm working on lines at 13 years old. If you take like a burn, whatever, you know when you hold it next to heat and it hurts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you put raw onion on it, you won't feel that. See? Really? So you can Look keep working through all of it. Really? Yeah. That's good to know. But then That's don't, real good don't to know. touch anything don't burn else yourself, kids. afterwards. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I feel like um, in every restaurant oh, that yeah. I've ever worked in, you know, it's like your burn scars. It's kind of like a badge of honor. Yeah. Right? Once upon a time, I worked at a burger joint. And I was cleaning the grill at the end of the night. And then they also had us, you know, like go, like put the cardboard on the back wall or on the grill and like clean the back wall and get the grates down, all that kind of stuff. And I was, that's the point I was at. And there was like literally like a portion of the grill that was like this big, this big, uncovered. And I got up and my, my rag dropped and I bent down and I put my hand right on that one portion of the grill. And it was like a cartoon, man. I like I I reached down and grabbed the the rag and I saw my hand and I went holy crap. like I didn't realize what was happening until I saw it on the surface and it was just like the whole hand like <laughs> oh, from yeah, here get, wow. all the way up here was blue I had to be like was this Johnny Rockets seventeen yeah man Johnny Rockets yeah. that's actually how we met for Ryan Wild is do we dare tell our how we met story? Uh, we can get there later I think we've told it before. Yeah. I think we've told it before, but I actually am looking at uh, in other news uh, the Limestone uh, Barbecue and Bourbon uh, Instagram page right now. Limestone BBQ and Bourbon, uh, dude. There's some pictures on here of food that I I'm mad at myself that I haven't been down to y'all yet. Yeah, like you gotta I'm, come check us out. It's man. unreal, and it's you have live hike, music, you know, every Friday, so right? Yeah, so every Friday and Saturday from seven to nine. We like to keep it like a family-friendly set so they can still sure. bring the kids. They don't have to find babysitters. That's great. That's great. Very cool. And so, again, you're cooking for us brisket tacos. Brisket tacos with uh, some pickled jalapenos, mm. pickled onions. Oh, my God. Uh, charred poblano guacamole. Mm. Guys. You guys and make all rice and beans with chipotle crema. Mm. Jeez. And all made mm. in-house, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my absolutely. God. Man, that sounds awesome. Well, right. I guess, yeah, we'll take a break. Come back. When we return... Amy Blackthorne. Amy Blackthorne. All right. Thank you so much, Chef. Thank we'll you so see much, you Chef. Thanks for having Start me. cooking stuff We'll up. see you some soon and with right some after food. This
And we're back. We are back. Band. I definitely needed some of that water. Yeah, I'm glad you're getting some uh, hydration over there. It mm. smells like heaven in here, thanks to the wonderful yeah. Amy Blackthorne, who's uh, burning some delicious things here. Yeah, Amy, great. thank you for joining us. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get into that. But first, I am completely excited to tell you guys about a place my girlfriend and I recently completely. discovered. Uh, His and Hers Couples Boutique, located in Wilmington, Delaware. The friendly and informative staff made us feel totally welcome and comfortable while shopping for some fun products to give our holiday season a little spice. And I'm not talking pumpkin spice. His and Hers can be your one-stop shop for premium adult products such as toys, lingerie, oils, novelty items, CBD products, and more. I love the CBD. You like the CBD, Dan? It, uh, I love it. All the initials. You can shop for things to use on yourself or with your partner. And as we found out, they are sure to both entice and delight. Mm. His and Hers is located at 3907 Kirkwood Highway and is open daily. Find them on Facebook for holiday hours. Be sure to stop by and visit and tell them the dorks sent you 10% off. 10% off. Yeah, so you could get a massive dildo. 10% off. If that's what one is looking for. I don't know. Amy Blackthorne. Hi, thank you for having me so much. That's a good segue. It really is. You know, have you ever been to his and hers? Oh, you don't have to answer that. I haven't been to his and hers yet, but I hadn't. I hadn't heard of them. I will definitely check them out now. It's very nice. Look at that. Yeah, the lovely Heather, our hostess. She uh, she's been there for nine and a half years. So yeah, go and say hi. Go and say hi, girl power. Girl power. Yes. So thanks for coming on. You um, you have a online tea shop. I do. Yeah. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? So I was working at. Uh, as the head of security for one of the high rises right in Wilmington, the tall one of the, one of the tallest buildings in the state. Yeah. And it was a toxic work relationship, and I decided to get out. Wow. I needed to find a new thing. Yeah. So my very first day as a proudly unemployed woman, <laughs> I went downstairs and I grabbed some Van Van oil and some candles to make sure that I right. really cleared out the old space, yeah. and old baggage from my last job, right. to make room for new. So I'm anointing the candle, and the doorbell rings. And I think, this is the fastest candle magic I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. It was, it was the post office. They had dropping off a package. I walk back into the kitchen, and the whole kitchen smells like lemongrass. And I think, if I had a tea to continue my intention work while I'm getting ready, going through my, my daily ritual, I would have everything unneeded. Yeah. yeah. And the light bulb went off in my head. And I said, I need this tea. I need to. I need to create a tea shop. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, because I was. I certainly wondered, like, what what kind of. So I'm a total nerd when it comes to Renaissance Fair and and uh, the occult or um, uh, ancient holistic oils or medicine or staging. So I'm a big fan of uh, of of what you do. But uh, when when did it become so part of your life where you're like, I could write books about this. I could I could um, open a tea shop. You know, like. Uh, because it's almost a modern day alchemist, mm-hmm. almost. It really is. You know, Alchemy. are you are you Wicca or? I, I, I was initiated in a British traditional witchcraft coven yeah. uh, the minute I turned eighteen. Wow. I don't wow. recommend joining the first coven you find. Sort of date around a bit. Yeah, <laughs> sure. date your coven. Date That's... definitely date around. Yeah. Um, but I I the minute I joined eighteen at eighteen it was really yeah. empowering and really fabulous. Um, I have my my heathen people that I love. I have yeah. I'm a part of White yeah. Marsh Thayid. White marshes all over the country from Washington State to Georgia, wow. Maryland. So nice. So you're part of the scene. 
Yes. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. And that's you're also cool. obviously so the herbs and the oils and you know horticulture on the whole. I, I and I mean this as a total compliment. Like you're a, like a real life Hufflepuff. Like yes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I, I like I immediately when I looked at your website and like what you were all about, I was like, oh my god, she's a Hufflepuff in real life. I was I wanted to know more. I have my my first book was a lot of aromatherapy and essential oils. It's a magical guide to how to use your essential oils. It's not, you know, I have a cold, smell some eucalyptus. It's I feel grief for a friend who has died. Have some Angelica. Right. And that first book is Blackthorn's Botanical Magic, um, which is, I'm sure, a treasure trove of, of advice like that. It is. There's It's a thousand things to do with one oil rather than buy 30 oils and make one item. Yeah. That's great. There's something that I wear almost every day. I got it. Um, I have two uh, vials of it. Um, one is, well, it's Dragon's Blood. And uh, you smile when I say that, but I really do. <laughs> yeah, um, one I have from the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, um, and then one where I got from uh, Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in New Ooh. Orleans. And it was their blend. I'll, I'll let you smell it, or I'll. Oh, I'll, I absolutely you... would love to smell yeah, it. Dragon's and, Blood is my favorite. <laughs> right. So, uh, anyway, so what is Dragon's Blood? Dragon's Blood is the resin from the Dracaena Draco. It's a tree. That looks sort of like a palm tree you find mm. in the grocery store. They actually have one at Longwood Gardens. You can go and visit. What? So what is it again? One more Dracaena time? Draco. It's the dragon oh. tree. It oh. literally just means dragon tree. And the dragon's blood is the warm sap that oozes out if there's a nick or a leaf breaks off. Wow. This yeah, that's warm it's... red sap right. draws out. And it's just dried. They can they can yeah. make it into oils. They can burn it as an incense. Wow. And it's got that warm, musky, almost a cherry-like yeah. smell to it. Wow. I tell you, I walk through the, the lands of Wilmington, and women all of a sudden are magnetized to me. They're From like, the dragon's blood. They're like, what is what is that? What is that smell? How would you describe that smell? Is there like a... How would yes. you... It's a dragon's blood is a warm, sweet, Let me musky. get it. I'll get it real quick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's warm, right in the other room. sweet, musky. And almost a cherry in the back of your nose. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's sweet and warm. You think musk Ooh. and you think dark and hard. Right. But it's lighter and a little sweeter. And it definitely smells like the color red. That's... I love that. I love that. It smells like the color red. That's amazing. So I, I said to you uh, before we got on air, I was like, I was so excited to see you. I put on my patchouli. I put on, I got some thieves oil going. Um, what are other, what are other great, just kind of everyday oils? Lemongrass is one of my favorite for yeah. every day. It's uplifting. It's enlightening. You don't have to worry about citrus making your skin sensitive. Mm. It's, it's really enlivening. Okay. Lemongrass. Here oh, it is. you have the dragon's blood. I uh, I brought my dragon's blood here. This yes. is from uh, Madame Laveau's House of Voodoo in wow. New Orleans. And uh, there you go. You can smell it. Let's see. This is what I wear. I try to. Yeah. Oh, wow. That smells like um, like a Sun's Eye is another brand that just does a uh, dragon's blood. That's really nice. This is more resinous, though. It'll definitely last a lot longer. It does. The more resinous May I? the oil... The longer it'll last in the bottle. Oh my god! I just spilled it ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh wow! So you can see there's almost. You see? Do you smell the oh, cherry? Oh wow! Yeah, that's nice. Dragon's blood. Oh. And the ladies, they're like. They really do. They're like, oh, oh my god, oh, wow. it smells so good. What is that? I'm, I'm my, gonna have to get some. You want to smell blood. it? Here. My favorite dragon's blood. Can you hand blood. us a Skinner? Mac or my, uh, yeah, just, here we go. Yeah, favorite dragon's Skinner. blood is from a company called Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab. Mm. They're a, a, an indie perfume house in Hollywood. Oh. And they're they have an entire line of perfumes that are, and colognes that is just based on dragon's blood scents. So wow. dragon's milk is dragon's blood and cream and honey. Mm. 
Ooh. It smells so goddamn good. The um, dragon's hide might smell really well on you. It's it reminds you of uh, a warm library. So you get leather. Oh and wow! Smoke. Yes. As well as the dragon's, dragon's blood. hide. Dragon's hide. All right. Noted. Wow. Dragon's hide. Hide. Um. Wow. Well, I'm so just, I, I'm sorry. I'm now just with all, all this, that in. you know, you've got all this smell, and now in front of us, she has this lovely bottle of what is it? Mead. Amy? This is the mead from the Brimminghorn Meadery. Which this is the Slavic Stone. It's mm. a plum and cherry. Oh wow. Mm. Dan, do you know what mead is? Mead is is a honey, uh, a honey alcohol, wine. right? A honey, honey wine. wine. Uh, made famous by Odin. Odin. And all those North pagans. Oh wow, this is—it's uh, very pourable and palatable. It looks like I feel like so most meads are a little bit thicker than this, yeah. but I like this. So Brimminghorn, uh, what's really cool is that you could drive downstate on the way to the beach. Nice. You kind of pull off, and you could find Brimminghorn and load up a couple bottles so right, right here in Delaware. Cooler. Yeah, right, right here, here in Delaware. Yeah, and take it to the beach. And and oh, wow. last time Heather and I went, we uh, we did that. We we stopped in had a had kind of a road mead. And uh, got a couple bottles, but all right, let's take a sip. They're now bottling their, they're now canning their own ciders as mm. well. Yeah, it's so good. That's me aerating my, my mead oh, in my mead. mouth. There's an ASMR. Oh, hello, in hello. Oh wow, ancestors. Plum and what was the other? Cherry. Cherry. Mm. Oh yeah, I get the cherry on the back end for mm. sure. Mmm, mmm. So good, right? Oh, that's nice. May I see the bottle? Absolutely. Here we go. Yeah, so brimming horn Slavic stones, delicious. Has their trademark brimming horn on it? Yeah, it's kind of it kind of looks uh, Mardi Gras esque. I understand. Yes, I can yeah, see that. It's got this, which I've found initially kind of confusing, but um, no, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous logo. A That's delicious nice. sweet blend of honey, cherries, and plums to create a rich, complex nectar of the gods. That's dangerous. This deep-colored melomel is a hail to my ancestors from the Balkans. Sad dangerous. Contains sulfates. You might get a little Contains rashy. Contains sulfates. You might get a little rashy. Oh. That's, um. Thank you so much. You know what that reminds delicious. me of? When I was a kid, uh, we used to get the black cherry sodas. Oh, yeah. From Pathmark. Uh-huh. And this is like a, this is a, a an updated, you know, mommy daddy so version good. of that. That's, that's Yeah, we have, we have a, another uh, meadery cider house here. In oh, yeah, right here in Liquid Wilmington. Alchemy. Mm-hmm. Liquid Alchemy. Yeah, if you get our chance, they they have these awesome brunch things, and you go and you drink some mead or some delicious ciders, and um, it's wonderful. Yeah. So you were going to do for us I kind of a, um, a demo on how one would cleanse. Absolutely. Oh. Right, because your new book, Sacred Smoke, is all about... Yeah. Uh, Available on Amazon. Right. Amazon, it's available in Bar- Barnes & Noble, right in Christina Mall. Oh, very yeah. cool. Barnes & Noble carries both of the books. Fancy. I'm very excited. They were very sweet. So we have our, our Florida water tea for later. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about having some tea later from her tea shop. Here. What is the tea shop? Blackthornhoodieblends.com. Hoodie Blends. And I'm actually looking at it right now. That site looks great. Sounds and I'm also going to, real quick, uh, so your new book, Sacred Smoke, I'm just going to read the back of the book here so kids know what we're talking about. This accessible, user-friendly book offers the essential tools for creating sacred space, a safe space, free of negative energies, using smoke from herbs, incense, and other sources. Amy Blackthorn covers all the basics what you need to know about a purification and cleansing practice, the importance of self-care, how to keep your home and family safe, how to protect your home while you're away, 
how to add crystals to your practice, and Amy's wearing a wonderful crystal right now, essential herbs and recipes for creating cleansing smoke. Sacred Smoke is an essential guide for anyone seeking to practice the ritual use of cleansing and clearing to protect and heal themselves, their home, and their family. Hmm. Available now where good books are sold. Well read, Dan. Well read. Thank you very much. You do it justice. I do what I can. So right now we're burning... We have a little more mead. Oh, yes. Thank you. So right now we're burning a garden sage. I grew this fabulous little bundle right in my garden. Would you like me to pour I some? I would love just are. a little bit more. They are just coach. So this garden sage, there's a reason behind it. Okay. Most sage that you find, whether it's in New Age shops uh, like Finding Avalon or it's online, you can find it in Amazon. Most places will sell something called white sage, salvia mm-hmm. apiana. Yeah. And you can find it everywhere. You can find it in the mall. Mm-hmm. But white sage is doesn't like to be grown on farms. It likes to roam wild. It likes to grow uh, on the side of a mountain in like California. Like me, Brian Wild. Yes. So, it makes it really hard to farm. They don't want it. It, does, it doesn't want to grow. So it makes it hard to source it. Most people started sneaking into native lands to poach it. Oh wow. Steal wow. it from the native peoples really? who are selling it. So, I'm growing my garden sage and using the same. It's a still a salvia. There's wow. 920 members of the salvia family and they all have their own certain little quirks about their cleansing practice. So it still has the same cleansing and aerating. It really lifts up the room. It feels like you just have a breath of fresh air in there. Yeah. So each one does that, but we brought a few others as well. So this one's a bit of rosemary, a little bit of scotch broom, uh, some lavender buds. Now, is it more for scent or do those specific herbs have spiritual kind of uh, relevance or relevance when you burn them? Like, do, does each one kind of have a category of what they are good for spiritually? Yes. Okay. Each one does a certain little specific thing. So sage got familiar and it's it, it's got it's a verb now <laughs> to sage, right. to submit, to yeah. cleanse. I had a sage my vagina. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's These, true. Sorry, you, folks. You, it's true. You would... Sorry, folks. <laughs> sorry go on uh, so Didn't think I'd say really that today. cleansing mm-hmm. it leaves it brings the back your space to zero right. whereas something does. as rosemary which I have over here brings it it feels light and it feels cheery and yeah. airy it's not just blank slate you've filled in the spaces with something happy and warm nature pours a vacuum so you've filled in some of that light and sweet we used some ro- rosemary stems a little bit of lavender stem so it still has that warm, sweet, loving smell. It smells wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Everything in here smells great. I feel right like now. there's no longer there's no evil presence. So well, let's talk room. about that. Someone's so, been blessed. So when you're doing that process, when you have your sage and you're ready to go and you're looking to smudge your home, is there one place that you should start first? Is there something like a place that you should never do? Like what's that? What's the proper ritual, if you will, for that? When I'm starting, I always start at the top floor the farthest away you can get from the front door okay so i start on the top i work my way i go counterclockwise because we're banishing anything that's negative in the space i leave the front door open because you got to leave somewhere for that stuff to get out yeah oh yes most people just keep the windows closed yes i I do right that's like scooby-doo in here no been doing that wrong (laughs) so once you start in the top space work your way down to the second floor the first floor the basement whatever you have then I go through and I'll anoint the windows and doors and guard them so nothing can get back at you. Yes. So 
something like dragon's blood oil is perfect because dragon's blood yeah. is purification and protection. Mm. See, I was burning that today. Because I have the incense as well. Hmm. Right. Interesting. That's good advice. Yeah. Yes. That's it, great it's, advice. It's easy to do. You can do it anytime. You don't have to worry. wait for the full moon or the, mm. you don't have to worry about any of that. It's right. They're plants and they're working all the time. So you cover uh, what the different plants and everything do in the book. Absolutely. So there's illustrations. Oh, great. There's little things to try. There's a way to create your own authentic smoke practice. One of the things that is really important right now, and there are a lot more people understanding and experimenting with it is developing an authentic practice, something that's not taking away from another culture. You're creating your own authentic practice, wow, something yeah. that's that's just for you. Yeah. So yeah. we start with lavender and clove in smoke bathing ourselves, just getting that practice that says, these are really centering, these are right. warming, cloves bring luck into your home, so there's, there's nothing bad can happen. We're yeah. just creating something that's purely yours. I like that smoke bath aspect like i definitely there's times like just something as simple as a campfire just like rejuvenates me you know yeah. and it's yeah a nice smoke bath is good every once in a while kind of get back into your soul you know mm -hmm. that's, that's where great. you need to be absolutely we spend so much time in our phones and our work and our jobs stuck in traffic you need a minute to come back into into yourself and that olfactory kind of process and that muscle memory of that always kind of exactly back there. brings you right back that's great when you are when you smell something you're not remembering the first time you smelled it to identify it. You're remembering the last time you encountered it. The last it. time you smelled it, right. Which is really great because you're not experiencing those old memories that can be associated with trauma or right. something that's upsetting. You're experiencing that fresh, new who you are right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Amy, where can we find you online and on the interwebs, on the social medias? My books can be found at amyblackthorn.com. You can order them autographed. Okay. You can find my teas at blackthornhoodieblends.com, mm -hmm. and I have Facebook pages for all of those. Okay. And funny memes for witches and, and pagans, uh, witchcraft down and dirty. That's awesome. Witchcraft down and dirty. So, Amy, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. You're going to stick around for some food, right? I am. All right. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Chris Gordon and Abby, and we're going to eat some delicious food from Chef Nick. We'll be right back. Dorks and forks. Dorks and forks. We are Phil. All right, let's do it. Skinner. Here we go. Okay. All right, I guess we're going. Hello, everyone. <coughs> we're back uh, right now. We're welcoming. We're welcoming uh, Chris Gordon and Abby Lee yeah. Moscano. No, I marced it up wow. already. We just went over this. We just went over this. <laughs> I'm try sorry. Let's try again. I'm gonna mess it up again. Give it to me one no, more time. No, you can do it. No, give it to me again. Moscone. Moscone. All right, Moscone. let's roll back. Let's okay. roll back. Moscone. No, no, I mean, we'll keep it. Let's just keep no, it rolling. Keep it. No, we'll roll it back. <laughs> no, that was solid. We'll back. Hey! All right, yeah. here we go. I'm learning for the first time. Moscone. Right, we Moscone. We're back. We're back with Chris Gordon and Abby Lee Moscone. I got it. Yes, yeah, I got it right. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you for having us. You know, we so were definitely much. looking for a band to kind of come out and. Um, you know, and and really kind of uh, put something together. And and you know, when we talked, I was like, I was really flattered that because you you can you were on our podcast. Before, yes. And uh, you did our uh, shred our holiday shred medley. Shredley. 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 He's a shred master. I yeah. think it's got eighty seven views on our YouTube. Eighty seven. That oh, is our highest viewed. <laughs> hey, wait, guys, go to you. YouTube.com slash the dorks and forks, yeah. and you can check it out. Yeah, Chris Gordon's on there, yeah. and that was really cool. So like. You know, you've you've come back, 
to our show. Thank you for lending credibility. But um, but you're also you're also like half the man he used to be. 100, yes, hundred pounds, literally. Uh, just over hundred pounds. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You know, I I is it? Are you just are you just preferring alcohol over food, or no. vice versa? Because the, the I- irony is, is that I it, what started the weight loss was the lack of alcohol. Oh I, yeah, yeah. So you you kind of cleaned up for a little bit. I did. Wow. I went. I did the. Uh, there was a thing on the internet that talked about the twenty eight days challenge. Of, yeah, it's kind of a sober October. Yeah, something like that. Sober October. So what I did was I just rounded it up to thirty. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And in thirty days, I lost thirty pounds. Wow. And I said, well, you know, that's kind of interesting. Let's. So I went to my primary care, yeah. and you know we did all of the you know height, you know whatever they do, you know, yeah. your body mass. Your body mass. And index, what is your yeah. ideal you, weight? And you were the fucking Viking. You were yeah, three hundred pounds plus. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I yeah, but three. Right. A health like I, I say this. A healthy in that, like you were yeah. lifting. It wasn't, it wasn't sloppy. I was, I was it wasn't power sloppy. Lifting at the time. Right, right. I, I mean, and you were yeah. fucking shredding in metal. Yes, I was so doing kinda, a metal shred. Yeah, so that three hundred pounds kind of just fucking elevates. Well, yeah, because you know you got to suck your gut in when roll. you're, when you're yeah, playing I mean, a lot of notes. You got no awesome. choice. Because yeah, yeah, then you know you just miss notes because right. you're like your guts in the way. Sure, but, yeah, I but Chris's people. wife has stated publicly on Facebook that she does prefer him in a lighter state because he has more energy. Oh, he can go There's the distance, if man. you will. So it's not just like three minutes, Sorry, and you're like, all right. No, no, it's all good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's true. And, true. and there's another great benefit to uh, dropping a hundred pounds. Yeah, there's something in the. I just it's it's physics mm. and uh, you know joints feel better because I remember you well, had carpal you know, tunnel did that go away and other appendages do other yes. things that they there couldn't do before oh, oh yeah. really it's inertia oh, it's, oh, maybe it's well it's not just that it's, it's inches like, Right, right. Because oh, really? there's less yeah, fat no, around. No, I'm, no there's I'm less fat around the area. I mean, wait, wait, wait. You're saying if you lose weight. Your dick gets bigger? Yep. Longer. What? Longer, Longer and ridiculous. Because here's the Brian. deal. I'm going to get Wait, medical on it. this is a breakthrough. This is going to be Sorry, that gets big video. Or looks. But do you lose girth as well? Like, come on, Brian. No, I don't. I, what's going on? No Brian, girth. Chris, tell us. No girth is lost. No girth is lost. I'm but so let me glad tell this you. is the direction so the here, podcast here's is going. The, Wait, wait. So no girth is gained. Sorry, Abby. Ah. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah, yeah but like, you know. Okay, so here's what happens. Okay. This is bizarre. Let's fucking talk about it. But as you... Depending on you know your your situation, depending on the kind of weight you gain, it can press down on the urethra, yeah. which eventually, let let's just put it bluntly, sucks it in. Sure. Mm-hmm. So when you lose all that weight, it just says, "Hey, I'm free to do what I do." All right. And you know the next thing you know, you're like, you know, I could have another career choice here. Wow. Wow. In the industry. In the wait, industry. wait, wait. If this were true, this would be like the biggest advertisement for pro losing weight. Brian. Yes, it is. I think that's what we're talking about. I want to believe this. Do you I have a chubby husband? Take some time Do you have me. a chubby husband? No, I don't. Um, I have a very thin no, husband. He, no. So there's nothing to look forward to. But if he ever gets fat, he's going to have a Schwarter Schwanz. So that's, that's <laughs> he won't get fat. And she's like, that's yeah. a promise. Oh. <laughs> They're very happy with what I've got. Proves my point right there. That's crazy. You know, because I remember some people, they were like, um, I saw online where when you start dropping all that weight, Mm. they were like, he's not the Viking. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got a lot of that. And you can't, you can't, 
you can't shame somebody for fucking getting healthy. No. You can't. Right. No. You know, and I'm sorry, you were going to. No, no, but seriously, you know, there, there are, you know, it, it was it, it was kind of weird, you know, because it's interesting that, you know, with a certain aesthetic, there's a label. And and I'm cool with that. It's like, okay, that's cool. I'm down the with that. Viking. And then all of a sudden it went away and all of a sudden they're like, you know, and it gave me moment to pause and say, you know, it's, you know, it's like my wife said to me, she goes, you know, I love a lot of what you've got going on now, but I do miss the... 300 pound Viking that I knew I was sure there's a cuddly factor that's gone uh, yeah and yeah. not only that there was a safety thing sure oh absolutely you know, big strong man and, well no but not and that then, you're not still a strong well, no, no, no. person or maybe he drops no, weight and then all of a sudden out. all these young girls are all over no no I mean that's, that's a security a factor no 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 I'm old I'm old oh come on girls now these millennials they all have you're in love is the better answer to that question yeah no you know look I mean my wife and I Met in '91. It took me 25 years to get back to her. There, there's nothing in this world that's gonna make there me mess is. that up. See, you know, I, I learned my lesson, and uh, I know that. but true. but you know, at, at the end of the day, I felt like I had taken that as far as I could go, and for health purposes, um, I changed my ways. You know, I that's said, awesome. okay, yeah. That's and that's awesome. what I did. That's yeah. important too. I'm, I mean, you're seem like close. you're on a yeah a great journey. You yeah. got that close to having a, a larger penis. Uh, yeah. Well. Yep. No, I'm, that, to that literally. It, to, <laughs> to like that next literally step, you know, much. like I'm that close to being allowed <laughs> for my mind to kind of make that that switch because you gotta want it. You have to want it. Jesus. You know, so it's sorry. it's so interesting you say that, Brian, because totally like you gotta want it. it. Yeah, exactly. You have to, and and beyond want wanting penis. it. So you have to that. see it. Oh. And, yeah. and what I did was I visualized what I aesthetically wanted to be. You know? yeah. So it was, it, there was a... Um, There's an ESPN sports update. Sorry, I just... Eagles, okay. Eagles winning. Where are the Eagles? I don't know. Where are we, where are we at? I just no, heard sorry, a... Doo, 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 doo. Come on. All right, we'll go, go ahead. My husband hasn't texted that it, um, just life yell isn't worth it yet, so I'm what sure do we got? it's fine. Oh, well. All right, I know, keep going. We'll figure anyway, it out. Anyway, the idea was I had a picture. And the idea was, you know, once you have a picture, you can stay the course. Yeah. You can say, okay, th- no, I'm not at that picture yet. You know? And that 30 days clean is really yeah. that 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 kind of yeah, no no drink, yeah, sober nothing. October, no no alcohol for no three weed days, or nothing. And I don't know, you know, it was just it. alcohol. Yeah. I mean, or is it? I didn't know, change my eating habits right away. Habits or, you know. But I changed the alcohol intake, yeah. which was excessive. Which is huge. Well, and tell all them those what sugars. you don't eat now. And you kind of reset. I don't eat anything. Pussy? No. I, th- no, he does that now. That's <laughs> came with the bigger penis. <laughs> wow. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're going to eat this goddamn thing. But not she, his not wife. Me. Yeah, it's yeah. not my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the way. We mentioned that originally. Yeah, by the way, the Patriots are up 1710 right Chris now. I so, uh, you're Carson. welcome, Phil. Yeah, there on. you go. It's because you've got the hat on. It's, yeah, it's the hat. Take the hat off. Now he's doing good work for us. I'm Ginger not going to let him be. Gonna pull gonna let him Ginger be. Jesus will. Pull. Are you editing all of this as we go? Yeah, we're doing it live. <laughs> he's the king. He's the king. We're doing it live. So wait, real quick. I, not that I want to cut off your story about um, uh, your amazing journey, but I just don't want to lose time on. A, and I want to hear you guys play so yeah. hard. But how did you so two connect? How did Abby and and so Chris Gordon come together? Abby, Abby Lee. I got. Thank you. 
<laughs> I got a... He slid into my DMs in a, respect, in a respectful, professional way. Oh. I just wanted to say that I've never... I am technically a millennial, but I don't feel like I say enough millennial things, so right. I mean, thanks for I letting me try that. I don't dare to ask your age or anything. Thanks, thanks for letting me it. try that. Um, no, he reached out and said that he had seen me sing. Yes. There's this bar we go to a lot called Tom and Jerry's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh sure. Tom and Jerry's. Up in Springfield yeah. Martin. Folsom. Yeah, yeah off of the McDade Folsom, Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. McDade Boulevard. Absolutely. Wow. And so I think you were there one night when I was singing. One night when you were singing. And he reached out through Facebook Messenger and said, "I would love to have you um, lend your voice to some of the songs that I've written," which at the time were just he had like a. 40 instrumental tracks that were beautiful and brilliant. They were very metal-focused. Um, and he said, do you also write metal, uh, melodies and lyrics? And I said, I do. And I said, do you want to tell me what you're looking for so that I hit it? Like, do you want to tell me the themes that you're looking to cover in the music? Or He goes, no, just do what you want with it. And so I did. And we went and we had our first rehearsal, and I was terrified. And uh, most of the days would have murdered me because we met in a basement. <laughs> there, there's actually a great story behind that. It's an interesting story. It's like, I saw this porn. So, it started in a no, basement. No, no, no. The interesting thing was is that, you know, and I, it was interesting because we were corresponding through the internet, so messaging, emails. And I don't know if I actually included this in the email or, or whether I'm just projecting my thought process. I was like, feel free to bring someone with oh, you. Oh, he did say that, yes. Yeah. Right, so it's in the email, feel free to bring someone with you because I know she didn't know us. Sure. And she's coming down into a quote-unquote basement. Right, right. But I will say a woman, being a woman in rock, you're always, On I mean, guard. you're pretty much the yeah. only woman in the yeah. room. And so there's been a lot right. of like similar situations where I've had to make the decision. But I always make my husband listen to any musicians, um, like YouTube videos or anything they sent demos. And he listened to Chris's, and I, and I said, what do you think? And he goes, yeah, it's really good. And I said, do you think I should bring a... F I said, look at these pictures of him. He's fucking huge. He's 300 pounds. Do you think I should bring someone with me to go down to meet him in this basement? And he goes, I don't know. He's really good at guitar. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. True. I think he'll be all right. He's more concerned about the guitar. That, that's, <laughs> the, that's the interesting thing. Yeah. The better you are at guitar, the less likely you are to be psychotic. Well, that's, that's why I'll I learned. It. There's a level of genius guitar there. Guitar was, yes. you know, you learn Wonderwall. So people, and you, you wouldn't think late. you were creepy. And you can or... get late. Yeah, but no, you, you can... learn something like. You can you know, also be where charming. I go is like this you guy mix, doesn't mix, even like, is the not interested. You mix mixolydian scales Oh, he's he's playing mixolydian. Mixolydian scales. Six so scales. You can totally trust him in a basement. Yes, this guy has no yeah. interest in women at all. Wonderwall. Vagina. I didn't know what any of that meant. At the mixolydian time. scales. Wow. Wow. You could be trusted in a basement. But yeah, then after that first rehearsal, it went from him hiring me to just record some stuff for him to us forming. A band that kind of turned into such a, an amazing collaborative writing duo that which is called, which is um, <gasps> like, come on. honestly, yeah. right now I'm gonna call it Abby Lee and Chris Gordon. I like it. I like Abby and Chris. Abby Lee and Chris. Well, Gordon. so the weird thing about that for me is that my husband's name is Chris too, but it doesn't oh, matter. Wow. Music so wait, before everything. Abby oh, Lee and Chris. Before we, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. This is amazing. Uh, we've just been delivered some fresh tea. Mm. That is made by our our previous guest, Amy Blackthorne. Would you like tea? I would love uh, Do we some. have information about what I, this I tea is? I have a whole Jameson is? here. Oh, thank you. You can have the tea. It'd be great before I sang. Come back. Come back. I'm sorry. 
cloves and blood orange, blood orange. Cloves, cloves, cinnamon. Nice stuff. Oh, it's thank you so, so much to her t-shirt. Oh, Amy Blackburn, don't forget to check them out. Blackthorn Hoodoo Teas. Well, I oh, think yeah. um, I think the food's almost ready. What if we should we should we Brisket. eat first and then music or let's yeah. give us how about a little preview maybe and to play us out and then we'll we'll eat come back eat yeah so to a preview should we do crumbling you think just to preview and then we'll do a oh this tea smells so good thank you so much Amy so, okay so when we return we're gonna get these guys uh, mic'd up a little bit better and uh, when we return bada boom sounds good baby it's down on my roof. You won't look me in the eyes. Fishing around for proof. All I'm catching are lies. And I'm falling apart. Yeah, I'm out of my mind. And if I can't have your heart, no one will ever break here with uh, Nick, Chef Nick from Limestone Bourbon and Barbecue, Barbecue and Bourbon, and of course, Amy Blackthorne is joining us again. Yeah. Chef Nick, tell us what you've made well, for us. Let me just say oh, yeah, that no, Amy no, no. brought up this beautiful yeah, cup of oh, tea yeah, let's go back to this that we've tea. been sitting, uh, sipping on over the past couple of interviews, and uh, if you, could you just tell us a little bit about that? This is so our good. Florida water tea. There's a traditional cologne used in energy cleansing uh, called Florida water. It's Florida, Florida means floral. So it has orange blossoms, and it has clove buds and lavender buds. So it's warm and sweet, and it's really soothing. Oh There's no actual tea in it. It's just fruit and flowers. Yeah. Wow. So it's called Ditsusane. It's so good. It's so just soothing so and refreshing. Hot. The mm-hmm. citrus, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. There's, like, notes of, of citrus in there that are, oh, are really nice. That's a... Uh, mm. And because we use whole leaves, it didn't need extra sugar. It doesn't need right. to hold up anything. It's just And I was great. just about to say that, too, is because usually in my teas or even my coffee, like, I just need a little sweetness, but this is so naturally sweetened it's like that it's essence. unnecessary. Yeah. Oh, so, like, the essence of that. That's really good. It's and we can, of course, find this on your website. Yes, blackthornhoodooblends.com. That's delicious. Mm. Absolutely. Well, well, thanks for coming out and having dinner with us. Thank you. This smells incredible. Stuff. So, Chef Nick, what do we have in front of us? I'm actually going to start eating while you're talking to us, All if right. that's okay. So Wait, I think you have to put it up next to the camera. So oh, did we not see this yet? Okay, here we go. Yeah, here we hey go. Kids. Close up of these Look tacos. Oh, yeah. That is some good mm. tacos. Mm. All right, let's. All right, chef. Tell so, us about them. What we have is our uh, smoked brisket tacos, pickled onions, jalapenos, uh, charred poblanos, and a little salsa verde, and mm. charred poblano guacamole. Served with our rice and beans with a little chipotle sour cream. Holy smokes. Mm. Well, there's more 
to those rice and beans and just rice and beans. Yeah, so there's a little bit of brisket in them. Yeah, a lot so of brisket. We uh, actually make a sauce and then fold the rice in. Oh wow! Oh wow. my god! Mm. That's something that that's, that's a whole level. meal in itself. Yeah. when I was growing up. It's almost up. like it's almost like butter. Like yeah, it, it turns that level. rice and bean and then that meat and the meat fat. Yeah. Just cuts it like this almost smooth. Like, oh my god! Smooth yeah. palate. Oh my god! So good. That's and a taco. Nice it's out of this world. Tortilla. I like the the onion. That's a pickled onion. Pickled red onions. Pickle. Oh yeah, it's so a little good. Pickled jalapeno on there just for a little bit of spice. That looks amazing. Just right in the. Oh yeah, look at that. Right there. That's now, do you so serve good. this at the restaurant? Wow. So we have a lot of similar items on Taco Tuesday. So we do do a Taco Tuesday. Um, very similar, but not this exact taco. I want to do something different. Um, Maybe that's delicious. Special. Thank you. Um, pickled, the pickled jalapeno, or I mean, it's there's what citrus in there because it brightens up. So a little bit of lime. Yeah, it's so yeah. bright. Um, yeah, that's I like textures and layers of flavor. Yeah, it's delicious. It cuts the spice with a little bit of sweet. Yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. That's so good. Oh, here's Mackenzie with some napkins for us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mackenzie. This is so good. Yeah, that rice with that brisket in there, mm-hmm. it's just like an extra little treat. It's like. Yeah, it's like hamburger helper to the extreme, you know. Yeah, it's seriously. I like meat in my sides too, not just the main dish. <laughs> I like sides in my meat. I don't even know what that means, but I love it. But I'm here for it. This is so good. So one more time, tell us again where we can find Limestone Barbecue and Bourbon. We are on Limestone Road. Uh, we used to be the Buffalo Wild Wings, um, Kirkwood Highway and Limestone Road, two zero six two Limestone Road. That's not far. No, it's it really took me close like for ten those minutes of us that are in here like in Delaware. Now, on the bourbon side of things, can you speak to any of that? Like, what are some of the bourbons that you guys so, have on... on uh... We have our own private labels. Mm. Uh, we have our own Maker's Mark, our own Knob Creek. Uh, the owners and our culinary director, Robbie Jester, actually went down to Kentucky and got to... You start with Maker's 46, and you put five different staves from throughout the rack house for different flavors. You know, one's spicier, one's sweeter, one has a little more wood flavor. So we got to flavor it ourselves using mm. the thieves from the barrels. So... Um, we we might be looking at a, a barrel of whistle pig as well, but wow. we won't talk about that a whole lot. Mm. That's great. So wait, let me real quick. Oh, that sounds so good. Because to so complement what's yeah. happening right here with these flavors, the smokiness on this brisket is amazing. What are you guys using in your smokers? So just cherry wood, and all that's on that for seasoning is salt and pepper. Nothing else. Wow. Yeah, we we like oh to let the God. beef speak. You know. Yeah. No, and you let it speak loudly for sure. Thank it you, is thank delicious. You. Such a great combination of flavors here. That, that creme fraiche, or so yeah, it's oh, a creme chipotle fresh. lime sour cream. Oh man, yeah, kind of just breaks up the heaviness of the rice. I feel it like it really does, and it's delicious. Everything's just yeah, so bright, yeah. so flavorful. Guys, definitely check out limestone yeah. barbecue and bourbon. Yeah. So delicious. And Amy, like, where can we find all your stuff? Our Florida water tea is right on the front homepage at blackthornhoodooblends.com. Nice. And my books can be found at amyblackthorn.com. There's a little bit of information in there about my brand new book that's writing right now. And so that'll be coming out next January. Um, and you kind of you kind of told me a little bit about it. I did. I yeah. sort of sneaked a peek. We're going to be talking about potions. Ooh. We're going to talk about creating your own magical tea blends. Okay. The ingredients can do things for you, like your Florida water cleansing your energetic space. Instead of using our smoke, you can yeah. drink a cup of tea. That's great. Oh, yeah, I love that. We'd what, love to have you back. And yeah, when the new one comes out. 
Do we have a name for the new book? Yes, Blackthorn's Botanical Brews. Ooh. So there's a kitchen chapter there. You can make syrups and flavor your different sodas. Or there's a bar chapter where you can create different alcoholic beverages and what those base mm. materials do and how they can empower you emotionally and spiritually. Mm. That's awesome. And you can always ice your teas, right? Yes. The Florida water is what I ice most frequently. And then you can pour a little vodka over that oh. or some citrus. Oh, yeah. They make great cocktails. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And because you're starting with a, a watery tea base, you don't get dehydrated. You don't right. get hungover. It balances out. That's great. Mm. That's I great. love some like gin in some of these. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I have Ooh. a recipe. Like this with a gin? What's your recipe? The infusing Earl Grey tea mm -hmm. into gin. And making a martini with it. Oh. You can actually just let it sit on the shelf for a couple weeks. Oh. It gets all the, that bergamot flavor, that warm and sweet. You can use green tea or black tea. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Oh, I love a good Earl Grey. That's great. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you so much. Everything Nick, was this delicious. was just delicious. Again, check out Limestone, a barbecue, and bourbon. And please check out all the delicious teas from Blackthorns, Hoodoo Blends. And uh, when are we so coming back When with? we return, Chris... Gordon and Abby Lee. They play for us. Play the music. For us. For us. For they're the masses. Play. They're going to play for All us. Right. Table side. They're going to earn their supper. And gang, real quick, just uh, <laughs> don't forget, you can check play out for your great pictures of all of the food we're eating today and, uh, and the entire shenanigans on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Dorks and Forks. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> check me out every Tuesday night doing uh, trivia. Over at uh, Bullseye uh, Barn Saloon and Kirkwood Highway. Yep. All right. We'll be right back. Dorks and Forks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, uh, the wonderful song Silings with the song called... What Should Be. What Should Be, Chris Gordon and Abby Lee. That's quite a mess you made and I'm not...
done. Holy smoke. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, so you sound great. Just Thank amazing. You. Thank you again for sharing your time with us. One more time. Uh, yet to be unnamed Chris yes. Gordon Abilly Project. Uh, can we find you on the interwebs anywhere? You will soon find us on the interwebs. All right. Stay um, tuned. Stay tuned. All right. It's and the best thing. Until then, yeah. we do have our, our personal accounts, which are just all music. We don't do anything else. Yeah. The yeah, music is no, good. this is all we do. <laughs> yeah. So personal so, accounts, they personal can accounts. find you. Um, I am Abby Lee Moscone. Moscone. M-O-S-C-O-N-I. And, and I'm Chris Gordon. G-O-R-D-O-N. G-O-R-D-O-N. Find him on the Facebooks, the interwebs, the Twitters. And one more time, that email where we can uh, forward you information if anybody's interested in and able to help. Thank you. Uh, yes, if you're interested in considering being a kidney donor, what you can do is you can reach out to me, and then I will give you all of the information for how to get started, and then you will be passed on to our donor coordinator, who is amazing. My email is absmoscone, M-O-S-C-O-N-I, at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, so much for Thank being you. here. Thank Thanks so much for having us. Thanks so much. Always awesome. Brilliant return, Nerd News. Nerd News. And then news. we're going to wrap this up. Nerd News. All right, I think Brian Skinner's going to come on camera with us. Skinner's coming over. You want to clear the napkins then while you're at it, or like whatever else is there? Yeah, there we go. Okay, here we go. No, we're fine. Lighter, schmider. Yeah, it's a little All right, man. What a great show that we had tonight. It was a good show. It was a really and good show. I yeah. had a good time with everybody today. Okay. We, we had some big challenges tonight. Yeah, you know? some technical, some new technical things. Yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed the new video aspect of, yeah. uh, of the show. Yeah, we'd like to thank Phil Priest for getting behind and kind of engineering the board. OBS, we... You know, we run an open broadcasting system, and, you know, we have this Behringer mixer, and it's, it's not a crazy setup with webcams, but, you know, we're trying to make it make it out. And, you yeah. know, fortunately, we have our friend here, Brian Skinner. Yeah, I was helping out as well. I, uh, I was working behind the camera. Skinner's yeah. making things happen. Skinner's kind of a legend here in Delaware, and, I, and I'm just really happy we have him part of the crew. You want to you wanna tell people a, a little, little bit about yourself? Oh, I, uh, I, w I used to be a cameraman in uh, New York City. Yeah. What well, were you doing? Worked on shows. I like worked on uh, some reality TV shows in New York, uh, some Real Housewives in New York, some Top mm -hmm. Chefs, some Real World Project Runway. I, I I did an episode or a season of the Real World. A whole wow. season. A whole season. Yeah. Like what was that like? That was insane. Uh, they uh, literally had uh, eight kids living <laughs> in the house. Yeah. And had no rules. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and see what happens when people stop being polite and, and start, start getting, getting real. real. Start getting real. That's and what real happened? World. Um, nothing. It was the most boring season ever. We uh, <gasps> it was it was yeah? actually pretty funny. Yeah, we called them the gold. Uh, uh, four of the girls we called the golden girls because they sat around playing cards all night. Oh really? Nobody hooked up. Nobody got drunk. Yeah. But you also did that show of Pete Diddy though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, making the band. Making oh the really? Band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, were on a yeah, yacht yeah. or something out in Miami? Oh, I was in a couple of yachts in Miami <laughs> with Diddy. That's wild. I'm sure. Oh, what was yeah. that like behind the camera? Um, 
it was definitely like an eye-opening experience to see what happens behind the scenes at a in in reality TV. I mean, because you can't intervene, right? Like you just no, let things no. happen. Yep. It's so like even if somebody's in danger, you're just yep. like, yeah, I, here I am. Yep. And wow. you're just running can't camera. Interact, can't interact at all. It was like the biggest. Yeah. It was like the biggest. Yeah. It's we had to sign these contracts that were like an inch thick. Yeah. The blue book. Wow. Is it like non non disclosure? Yeah, things a lot too? of a lot of NDAs I had to sign. Wow. I bet. Yeah, that's bad. so interesting. Because you saw really, some crazy shit. Yeah, I really, I really can't talk about it a lot. I yeah, actually, no, of course. I actually worked with uh, uh, the president of the United States <gasps> on a television show. Oh, tr- Barack Obama? No, no, George no, no. Donald Trump. The other guy, yeah. Trump. Yeah. Well, like on one of his shows on a pageant show. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and you like wait, you uh, ran camera for that? No, I was just a production assistant on that and i was just kind of driving people around but uh one of the things i wanted to see was his hair and, uh, <laughs> i got to see his hair and how it reacted getting out of a helicopter and it was the oh, craziest yeah. thing like, and it was like a comb over or yeah it was like a thing that just kind of all hair sprayed together that stayed together wow. that's just, so interesting I mean, really? unbelievable god bless that man yeah, right. yeah. god bless that yeah dan well, it's good to have you here, man. Thanks for joining us. I really us, appreciate Karen. you really coming appreciate in. It. Having some dinner, some drinks. Yeah, it was Damn. fun, man. Nerd news. Nerd news. Do, 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 do uh, news. Well, the biggest thing that's happening in uh, the nerd world, the geek culture these days, yeah. is that Disney Plus launched Disney recently. Plus. Uh, Disney Plus launched re- recently, having a, a, a treasure trove of things from our past yeah. and and the present. Yeah. Uh, they own everything now. So on Disney Plus, you get all the, yeah. the Disney stuff that's a lot of which is out of the vault. You get access to National Geographic. Yeah. You get access to the Fox Library, which includes the Simpsons because they yeah. own that now. Pixar, it's Marvel, wild. Star Wars, but that's only for like six ninety nine. But for eleven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine, whatever it is, you get ESPN Plus. That's right. and Hulu and Hulu. So and it's a tri pack for right. twelve ninety nine. Yeah, for an amazing you, price. You and then if you're a you Verizon subscriber, yeah. you get it for free for the first year. Not yeah, a sponsor Disney Plus, but we're waiting and ready. Yeah. When you oh, are. man, if we can get some free Disney Plus up in this piece. That'd be but, wild. But, so, so, great Disney Plus things, like but, I said, that from our childhood. Uh, and Skinner, well, we well, 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 should we talk about the movies that aren't in Disney Plus? <clears throat> well, I like to celebrate, I like to celebrate what, what you know, the there positive. There are some films. Let's talk about, yeah, there are some films. There uh, are some, Watcher in the Woods. Watcher in the Woods. And then what was the other one? Um, the one with Betty, uh, Betty uh, Davis. Yeah, um, uh, gosh. Uh, something Wicked something, This Way comes. I was just going to say, the Delaware Theater that? Company just did a, a great Dra- uh, Dragon live Slayer. version of that. Dragon Slayer. I, yeah, Dragon I Slayer. Gargoyles was on there. But Gargoyles yeah. is uh, okay, on there. The right. animated series Gargoyles, Gargoyles is on there. Super stoked about Gargoyles. And now that that's back, uh, there have been rumors for a long time about a live-action Gargoyles or just a, a rehashing oh, yeah. of the animated series. Yeah, Keith that. David, who is the original voice of of uh, Goliath and Gargoyles, is yeah. very excited for the aspect of anything having yeah. to do with bringing that back in any way, shape, or form, and is totally on board. Also, we're seeing uh, great things that none of us have had access to in a long time. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, sure. Tailspin, yeah, there's the a original there. DuckTales, the, all, all those great, great things that we all grew up with after school, you know? Yeah. May I just add, yeah. as a father of uh, two, an eight and a six-year-old, having that energy, the Disney Plus energy in your house, yeah. lends to a different energy. As opposed to your kids playing video games or sure. watching YouTube, watching YouTube videos, it's so much more There's, family oriented and engaging. Yeah, it's warmer. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a ton smarter, I think. Where if you know, like you, you had um, uh, 
channels like this that you you helped raise your kids with yeah, you know because absolutely. it's like but parenting is really hard right and sometimes you got a million things to do and you have to turn something on yeah right yeah, and at eight and six you kind of feel like oh what are they watching now on youtube or like you know like okay or they're playing roblox and right and okay what's some weird adult saying you know it's really hard but right i feel like or with even with netflix stuff. who knows what they're disney plus you could turn it on and safe yeah, there's a safety to it. Sure, absolutely. And there's so many g- great things, again, that like were, were staples of our childhood right. that are yeah. available on there. I remember... Yeah. I, I watched Return, the, Return to Oz. You did watch it? I watched it. I just, that was the first thing I watched yeah. on Disney+. Plus. I went, what What don't they have? Don't oh, they don't have Watcher in the Woods. They don't have something like this way. Do they have Return to Oz? And it's there. Do they have the Black Cauldron? And they do. They do. All right. And so look, so, so look, as... As much as I want to complain of what they don't have, let's talk about what they do. They have some really good ones that right. I, I was hoping, like the Black Cauldron and, and uh, Sword in the Stone. So, Sword Sword. so what did you watch first? What did you watch first? A Return to Oz. So I believe. Well, it or I not, watched an episode of Mandalorian, and then and then I watched Return. So to the Oz. first thing I wanted to watch the Mandalorian first, but I was kind enough to wait for uh, my my beautiful <laughs> lady friend here. Uh, so we watched it together. But I uh, the first thing I actually watched was a documentary. Okay. Called the Imagineering Story, okay. which is kind of about the creation of Disneyland on the whole and how nice. yeah, the Imagineers, which is when I was a kid and the and the Disney Channel was new, uh, part of what they would show on there outside of the original stuff that from their vault, they would also have these great uh, uh, mini mini docu series about Imagineers, which is that imagination and engineering coming together and how they would create the rides and all that kind of stuff. So to see like a larger documentary. Like that, that's available on, yeah, on the Disney well. Channel. It's great. What was that yeah, called? The, the Imagineering Story. Oh, it's that. great. I think I saw the, the poster or whatever. It's great. And there's another great documentary on there called Frank and Ollie, which is about two of probably the most uh, integral animators yeah. that the Disney uh, studios have ever had. Uh, if you've mm-hmm. seen anything, probably from oof, um, the beginning of time for Disney. Uh, in terms of uh, fully animated films up through Oliver and Company and maybe beyond, they were they were most likely involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually have there's a couple <laughs> there's a couple of uh, uh, the newer movies that have like little little odes to them. Like there's two characters that you see that like look just like them and stuff like that. Nice. So yeah, I, we've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, but mainly, let's talk about what everybody's excited about right. out there uh, from the Star Wars aspect of what Disney owns, the newest uh, offering in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian, created, of course, uh, by Jon Favreau. Yeah, Swingers. Uh, So of Swingers fame, and who also plays uh, in the uh, Avengers and Marvel Iron Man series. What was after Swingers? Um, Swangers? No, Swingers, (laughs) right? Swingers, PCU. PCU was PCU. No, did he do PCU? That was was Jeremy Piven. No, 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 he was in PCU. Did he do Made? The Vegas? Yeah, yeah, Made, the Vegas one. He's done a lot of stuff. I like Jon Favreau. Yeah, TCU were... Isn't that where he played like the linebacker? What was the no, one he where he played? Because he, he was an he actor. Played a stoner with like dreadlocks. Yeah, but if he was a football that player, that was him. Yeah. And he oh, was a football man. player, and they were yeah. like, "Get the ball!" And he's like, "Get the ball!" And he's You're like, "Get totally the ball!" Right? You're totally right. Oh, that was. What um, was that? Oh, what was that? Remember, he played like he was like a linebacker. He's in so many great oh, things. Uh, oh, I don't know, man. No. Uh, Leave your comments below if you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But The Mandalorian um, so good. is so good. It's such a return to mm-hmm. the original Star Wars saga, yeah. that feeling of... of uh, so part of George Lucas's you know, vision Joseph of... Joseph Campbell's. Uh, of, 
of Star Wars was a space western, and I feel like sure. we've come back to that, which right. I think has maybe well, been lost for or for a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's it's fundamental storytelling. Yeah, you know, and it's a tale that's been told a, a, a thousand times before, mm-hmm. and it's and it's really cool to see it done in that in that environment so in a right? serialized way, in this weird serialized way, and. Uh, and there's a ton of references in it too, where you're just like, damn, they hit on so many. It's so smart, right? Where they hit in like, right? You like, know, remember this, remember this. There's a lot like, of Easter eggs. Yeah, how you have they're all frozen and carbonite, right? The carbonite stuff, the which is, I mean, technically, in the in the series, they're like, oh, I thought this was only used for you know spices and yada yada, not a regular <laughs> thing, but it's a regular thing now. Five years after the empire yeah. has fallen, which is when this series yeah. takes place. Um, I think it's incredible. It's beautiful. And, you know, you you kind of sit back and watch it, and you're like, there's a lot of non-lips saying dialogue. dialogue. Oh, yeah, no, like, yeah, the, there's second, no the second episode, expression. I think there's, like, ten minutes of, of no, no dialogue at all, and it's yeah. the most beautifully told yeah. story in just that, that small time and frame. The, yeah, I feel like the way they're, uh, the way they're able to convey wit. Right. Without facial expression, because everyone's right. behind masks, or it's a droid. Or it's a droid, right? You know, but the Mandalorian to be able to create a character as strong as his, with right. that, with so much personality as his, yeah. Um, you know, in a, behind a mask, right. I thought it was it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, mask work I hear is like the hardest work for actors it's to a, do, right? Because like someone's you voice, have to, you have to express so much with your body that you can't right. express through. Your, that you can't express through your face. Right, yeah. absolutely. So it's like the hardest kind of work to do for yeah. Yeah. actors. To but do. it's so well But here's written, Disney with unlimited you know? money. Right, and it's so well written that I think part of those expressions just come through naturally yeah. right. in the way it is. And then a lot of the music uh, that's in it too is just like so brilliantly like yeah. scored throughout. Oh, yeah, There's so definitely like references, like audible references to uh, uh, the spaghetti westerns of the sure. past, like the Sergio Leone type movies. Yeah, the, I almost felt Ugly, like... You know, I almost felt like definitely like this, like Bruce Campbell could be the Mandalorian. Anybody could be the Mandalorian. We all could you imagine Bruce Bruce Campbell as the Mandalorian? But I feel like you know, early Briscoe County Junior when when Bruce Campbell did Briscoe County Junior and it was that steampunk. No, absolutely sci-fi western period. But that's what this story always was about. Where your gunslinger is this kind of he's not smooth. He's he's kind of like flying by the seat of his pants. Right. You know, right, like a maverick kind of thing. Yeah, it's really well done. You know, so he's not like he's not Clint Eastwood, right? But he's Bruce Campbell, and (laughs) you know, in sure, no, there is a comic relief that aspect to it, and they 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 have the the lighter and like they're not taking it too seriously. Now, there's one character in the series uh, who who is played by Nick Nolte. I think only in voice. I don't believe Nolte is like he's behind behind the makeup. I'm not sure. I don't know. He looks like he's the guy behind. Correct us if we're wrong. Uh, Obviously, there is a height difference that I'm sure there's some some forced perspective maybe going on there. That because I know uh, Nolte isn't isn't a, a, a minuscule human being as, no. as this character movie that he trickery. plays. So is there, I'm sure there's yeah. some movie trickery. If anybody can weigh in on that, please feel free to leave some comments for us about that. Um, but the seeing the old school uh, practical makeup effects uh, intertwined That's seamlessly awesome. with the computer yeah. effects, uh, I think is is a plus. Obviously, the prequels. Simon Pegg in this. Yeah, I, uh, I think maybe he directs an episode. Oh, Simon man. Pegg. I know Taika. I know Taika Waititi was yeah. the voice of the uh, droid IG-11 in this fr- in the first episode, oh. and he also does direct an episode uh, later. Taika Waititi, of course, who directed Thor Ragnarok and nice. played Korg, oh, nice. and right. also in my new favorite movie, Jojo Rabbit, so plays. Right and there's a new Rush meme going around. 
There's a new meme going on with Baby Yoda. Is that what we were Baby talking about? Yoda. So obviously, we're everybody's calling it Baby Yoda. It's not Yoda. Uh, but it's his species. But it's his species. Yeah. But look, hey, wait, let's it talk looks about like Yoda. this. Because apparently there is no name to his species in official canon of mm. of Star Wars. And I beg to differ. I feel like that has been named before. And for some reason now it's mysteriously gone from everybody's uh, uh, information on the webs. Guys, if anybody knows this, go back to the old. I know the books aren't necessarily canon anymore, but this has been named before. We're not crazy. Yeah, somebody's. I want to say it starts with an L, maybe ends with a K. I, I I feel like I've heard this name before. Check it out for us again. Leave some comments in below. But this baby being of the same species as Yoda and Yaddle, who we've seen, of course, in the prequels, the female of the species who was also in the Jedi Council, is here and apparently has some Force abilities. And we're going to see what happens moving forward. Can't wait. In this series and how that all Can't plays in. Got to love also Werner Herzog playing uh, this 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 person on the Empire side. Uh, of course, Werner's movies, uh, the things, the documentaries that he makes and everything are amazing. But when you see his presence in a in a film, I also think that carries such great weight. So it's nice to see him. And we'll see, we'll see what goes on. Some speculation about uh, the doctor that was in that same scene uh, where the Mandalorian came to collect the bounty about where he's from. If you look at the insignia on his shoulder, it does bear a striking resemblance to something that we've seen before in the prequels from a clone facility oh, on boy, an ocean planet somewhere. Mm, so check that out. Um, and we'll see what happens with the Mandalorian. Guys, so many exciting things yeah. uh, coming out. Um, the Mandalorian will drop a, a few episodes, uh, a couple episodes a month, I think moving forward to the end of the year. Uh, with eight episodes on the whole. Disney Plus is awesome. So many great other things going on uh, coming up in the holiday season. Lots of holiday movies on Netflix, like the new animated Klaus, which looks to be awesome. Has some great voice talent from J.K. Simmons in there and Rashida Jones. Uh, hmm. it, it's, uh, it looks like it's really good, man. I like the animation in that. Nice. All right. Have to look that up. Yeah, check it out. Cheers. So that's it? That's it? That's You've all she wrote? Oh, Are you wasted another hour or so of your life? You're there. welcome listening to uh, Dorks and Forks podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do the rest of this in post-production. Yeah. Skinner, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks uh, for having me. Thanks, thanks of course. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to thanks for uh, feeding oh, cheers, me those man. tacos earlier. Yeah, tacos. Right? They were delicious. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, of course, to our guest, Amy Colburn. You can check her out uh, at uh, uh, Amy Colburn. What the hell? Okay, wait. Amy <laughs> Blackthorn. Thanks, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. Uh, thanks, of course, to our guest, Amy Blackthorn. You can check her out. At Blackthorn's Hoodoo Tees, yeah. did I, did I mess it I'll up? write it. I'll write we'll it write down it here. It's right here. It's right there. And then, That's of right. course, Chris Gordon and Abby Lee with their amazing music, and Chef Nick from Limestone Barbecue yeah. and Bourbon. Brian, let's take us out. Phil Priest. Phil Priest. Thank you so much for back there running the board, engineering the whole show. Uh, Heather Brand McKenzie. Oh, thanks. Thank guys. you so much. You're the best. There are the hostesses with the mostesses. That's right. Anyway, uh, yeah. Tune in next time. We will see you. Dorks and forks. Boom. Bang. Bingo, bango.